Hello all and welcome to the Lunar Seaspire Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 86 and today we'll be talking about Lion 3 straight to video. I'm GC13. I'm Sophia. And I'm Hunter. Woo! 86. This is our last episode before Into Deep starts and we'll be getting a two-parter. That'll be great. I am so glad that it's that the, the hiatus is ending. Because I want to be honest, I don't know how much longer I could take. Well, I mean, it wasn't made any easier by Cartoon Network constantly dropping leaks everywhere it went. Uh, I mean, what? Jesus, get your groceries in order! <laughs> <laughs> but Very it's... funny. No, it's not. It's not anywhere close to funny. Speaking of good jokes, this, this episode had... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I loved I loved the blink if this means you love me. That yes. was cute. That was super cute. Yeah, ninety nine percent of the humor in this episode was cat owner humor. It was adorable humor, is what it was. It was precious. It was like a precious little cinnamon bun. It was cute. But you know. This is the episode that established Stephen as a liar. As we as we remember from Joyride, he says he, you know, he likes all basic shapes, but he knows that a triangle is the only shape a sandwich should be as opposed to a square. And then we know he doesn't like square pizza either. I think this kid's got it out for squares. Hey, man, I wouldn't hang out with no squares either. Are you saying you don't like Garnet? She is a cube. Thank you. She is a cube. Yeah, well, triangular sandwiches are actually triangular prisms, so what do you want? Like, everything is three-dimensional. Well, you know what, Sophia? You can just, like, go sniff a butt. Go I suck mean, a I lemon. agree. I totally agree. Uh, triangular sandwiches are indeed the best. Like, who who puts their sandwiches into, like, halvesies or into squares? Who does that? Also, I would like I would like to point out that first... The big donut started carrying the revolutionary product known as the dog nut, which is a hot dog uh, put inside of three donuts right through the hole. And I'm pretty sure we have Lakewood Plaza Turbo to thank for that one, don't we? Yeah. And now we have the nut dog, which is it's just a hot dog with peanuts on it. I what is, I, what is it with the Steven Universe universe and their love of hot dogs? I mean... We have the bagel dog, and we have the the dog duffel bag. We have the dog nut. You know what it sounds like to me? This world's got a lot of imperfect pork chops. Yes, you have to put them to some use. <laughs> but it's... this is good. This is a good episode. This is going. This is going good. Not even five minutes in. Uh, and then the the nicey spicy spicy pretzels. <laughs> These with are the, all with the coolest mascot ever, or should I say hottest? <laughs> that is one hot mask. It's just a pretzel miserably spitting out fire, like like Lars. Yes, in joking in victim. Joking victim, yeah. Imagine how much more dangerous Freiba would have been if it was based off of that pretzel instead oh my of fries. Yeah, if he had given Freibo access to fire salt, ooh, we would not be having this conversation. <laughs> that's that's like the that's the origin story out of like a, a Japanese kaiju monster movie. Okay, well, Lion Three, straight to video. Uh, this one was up for winning an Emmy, I think, right? Really, and it's a shame it didn't win. 
Yeah, uh, Adventure Time won, and I didn't. I don't. I don't think I actually watched the episode that won that award, but it was the Jake the Brick episode that won, right? Jake the Brick. I don't think I've seen that episode. I think that was the one. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen it either, but it's where he decides he'd rather be a brick. You know, kind of like he had his dream of being a foot one day. I guess he also dreamed of being a brick. Strange dreams. I mean, they say yeah. shoot for the stars, but like, I guess bricks work too. No, you want to talk about strange dreams. Playing checkers with dogcopter and being checkmated. So who could imagine Barb, now that we know who she is, making little bag lunches for Sadie? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can see her doing it because she thinks it's what's a, what a mom is supposed to do, but somehow completely missing the point. But she does such a great job. I mean, the lunch gets an A from Steven, of all people. I would kill for bag lunches. I mean... The boy knows his lunches. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh my god, I just realized... We're reviewing this episode on Mother's Day. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Yes, it is, it is Sunday later. as we record, and we are reviewing the Mother's Day special of Steven Universe. Oh, Dang. How did neither of us realize this? <laughs> Any, whatever. This is a whole new level. But yeah, speaking of mothers, isn't this the first time we get like a good look at Rose's face? And her voice, besides the whale. I think this was the episode where we realized that Rose did know how to open her eyes. <laughs> You're probably right. Yeah, I think this might be the first time we've seen her eyes. And it's funny how, like, they kind of did reverse character development with Rose, where we get how she was right before she died, and, like, and we think that that's how she always was, and then we get the flashbacks, <laughs> and it turns out that she was not like that. And then we learn over and over and I'm thinking with this bomb, not this bomb, this 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 special what what the, the thing coming up, the in too deep. I'm feeling like the what we really are is starting to mean that no no the gems aren't nice, Rose isn't nice. She's just gonna get worse. Her character development is going real reverse, guys. Yeah, dude, it's gonna get super dark. I hope so. There is no way that they would have had her say that Greg not knowing who or what what she was like is a good thing if they didn't intend on showing us what Rose was really like. Yes, please. Mm. Mm. I mean, part of me, part of me is still, part of me still wants to say Rose is pink diamond and we know what the diamonds are like, but another part uh. of me thinks it would be awesome to see a homeworld Rose quartz and we see what, and, and that be Rose, except without the epiphany of having been on Earth and that would be awesome. Okay, no, no, no. This episode, I think, was the first instance that I brought up with the question. Did the Crystal Gems know that Rose was gonna die when she was pregnant? That's a good question. Like, did they know? Like, well, it was Rose implied- knew. Rose knew. Yeah, Rose obviously knew, but it was implied that Rose could have had a normal human child. But in order to have a half-gem child, she needed to give up her physical form. And I'm thinking maybe that's what the gem sort of assumed would happen. Maybe that's what everyone assumed would happen. And she was just like, <laughs> psych. Psych. Well, she only mentioned the both of them not being able to exist when she was alone with the camera. And then that yeah. was a for Steven only thing. So I get the implication that it was probably a secret she withheld for quite some time, you know doesn't want the 
the last few months to be tainted with that sadness, you know? Yeah, so that's... Because essentially she could be like a little cloning machine for Greg if she wanted to make little human whatevers, but for it... That's a weird way to put pregnancy. That is a very odd way to put pregnancy. No, but like, because Rose is a gem, like... If she were to make herself have a womb and have Greg's children, she'd just be like having Greg clones in Ugh, order for weird. the <laughs> in order for the kid Stephen to be part Rose. He needed the gem. He needed the Ugh, gem influencing weird. his physical form or whatever. And I'm wondering if like the gems were like, well, Rose is dooming herself to outlive a child, a human child. But I guess like that's her thing. And then like she's in labor and she's like, okay, well, um. Mm, here's the thing. <laughs> Take good care of the baby, okay? <laughs> and they're like, aren't you gonna do that? And she's like, ah-ha-ha! Ah-ha! Yeah, did I, did I forget to tell you guys that? <laughs> I think maybe, like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe like, half the pregnancy they didn't know, and then later on she's like, okay, well, you guys should probably know this. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she's like, okay, I'm gonna get pregnant now, and they're like, Rose, that would kill you. And she's like, I don't care. I don't know. I don't know. I want to know. I feel like we have a right to know. That's a good question. I never thought about it like that. I never thought about that. That's interesting. Hmm, but more funny lion moments. Yes. You gotta mm. wonder, Stephen's quick to hug lion. Why did lion feel the need to smother Stephen while he slept? Again, this I think this is ammunition used in on the Stephen doesn't need to breathe side of the, uh, you know, big question. Okay, I think he definitely does need to breathe. Like, he does need to breathe. He has a little physical human body made of physical human, like, meat that needs oxygen to survive. Like, he needs to breathe. I just don't know anything. I just don't know anything anymore. I don't know either. So who who thought it was really funny when Pearl said that Stephen doesn't want her to watch him sleep anymore, <laughs> so one of the other two Crystal Gems has to so do it. So obviously the other Crystal Gems knew, and they're just like, yeah, whatever, whatever gets your, whatever get, tickles your peach, man. I thought I thought that was pretty, pretty funny. Like, she completely misses the point yeah, of not true. wanting her to watch him. I'm surprised that Pearl didn't get, like, kind of offended. It's like... Pearl, I don't want you watching me sleep. Everyone else is fine, but I don't want you watch. Like, I, f- I would have taken that really personally if that's how it was intended. <laughs> well, she was embarrassed, so she obviously <laughs> knew there was something weird about watching him sleep. She knew. She totally knew. Maybe she used to watch others sleep and, and they, like, have a similar reaction. <laughs> Pearl has just, like, this insane problem everywhere she goes. She just has to watch people sleep. <laughs> Oh my god, there was this one, it was like some post that was like a headcanon, quote-unquote, whatever, and it was um, that Pearl in her in her room has this album of pictures of all the oh gems sleeping, <laughs> and it's just hundreds of pictures of Amethyst sleeping, a couple of Garnet, a single one of Rose, or no, I think it was a couple of Rose, a single one of Garnet, and then uh, now it's Steven, and I think that's really cute. Like a thousand of Amethyst sleeping, that's adorable. Oh, that's precious. I it want is. it. I want it. I that want is so Pearl. Uh, that's so Pearl. Well, uh. I, I, like, it does bring up the question, would Pearl want to have pictures? I mean, she has that perfect memory that can project whatever's. So, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I'm not sure if Jim's would be so attached to pictures. Well, I mean, they did have that shark picture 
which we still don't know if it was fabricated or not. Like, did they actually get the shark to pose? Was Garnet just trying to be funny? <laughs> I don't know. I think she was just being funny. I, I honestly think do. it was a joke. That was totally a joke. She's got jokes. Comedy is derived from fear. But who took the yes. photo then? Sharks are pretty scary. Who took George the photo? George Washington. It's a painting. They didn't have can- Oh, it is a that, That's a good- Well, it's a really tiny painting then. Eh. It's a picture of a painting. Isn't the, pa- the painting like a parody of- uh, Watson and the Shark? Yeah. It's Wait, like- Watson and the Shark? I've never heard of this. That's, that's the name. Oh, that's- That's cool. That's a cool picture. Wow, I'm glad Steven Universe didn't end that way. <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's something. Oh, Hunter, you know how you and I like to like to go after Lars. We had we had another classic Lars moment this episode. Yeah, friggin' Lars being a total jerk. God, that pisses me off. He puts his headphones on and cranks it up real loud so God. so he knows, Sadie knows that he won't be able to hear her and he just doesn't look at her and goes right out the door. You're closing! Just help her close! What is wrong with you? It's like the easiest part of the job and it's so satisfying to close up. Like, you're done. Your shift is over and you're you finished. can't even do that. Mm-mm. Okay, you brought something up. GC earlier about how Lion smothering Steven was like this proof that everyone assumes that Steven doesn't need to breathe. It's it's not proof, I think. It's it's used as you know, there are pieces of evidence for both sides. And I do think if Pearl hadn't been there, then if Lion hadn't been really careful, he could have suffocated Steven. He really could have. Like Steven could have died. End credits. <laughs> I mean, Lion's playing a dangerous game unless he knows Steven doesn't need oxygen. Just like 20 years later, when the gyms are like finally done looking for him, they're just like, all right, that's it. We we give up. The last hope of Earth is like done. And then Lion just like shakes his mane and a, a quartz gym falls out. Yeah, attached to like a skeleton. <laughs> There's just all the gyms are just like a really slow just. <gasps> oh, oh no! Oh my god. But I think, like, the reason Lion was smothering Steven was so that Steven could see the little mini-universe in Lion's mane. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Lion seems to respond to triggers. He perked up in Lion 2 when Steven said he wasn't trained very well. And that's why it was okay that Lion wasn't trained very well. And then he also perked up when he wished he knew what his mother was like. This goes back to um this this goes back to support. Someone on the podcast said uh that it's possible that Lion has been kind of a loose sense of the term programmed, trained. I wouldn't say trained. Trained to respond to certain words. I wouldn't. He's I, the Manchurian no, Lion. I, that's that's not what I'm getting at. Of like he being an extension of Rose, programmed a certain way. That's like a good. I think. My kind of theory for Lion is that he is an animal and that occasionally, like, he will get little snaps of moments where, like, this is a bad word, but, like, Rose's sort of intentions will possess him and then he'll do very unanimalistic things. So he'll just, like, be like a lion, you know, lazing around doing his own thing and then... And not eating a child. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't think it's that he's a. I don't think it's that he's a normal animal most of the time, and 
suddenly becomes rose controlled after that i think he's a lion with much higher grade of intelligence and that intelligence is always there he's still a lion so he likes to lounge around but he also knows not to eat the savior of the planet well he's a tamed lion like he's a that does not exist well, neither do pink lions or gem children or gems at all. What are you? Yeah, yeah. Where are you going to draw totally the line? Totally unrealistic. Hunter? My immersion is like gone. Just uh, a tame lion. And the dangers of lions here. aren't necessarily that they're like huge, aggressive, wild animals that like are going to eat you up for dinner. It's that they're five hundred pound cats. Yeah, dude. Cats like, can be if- aggressive. Yeah, like your cat, like, oh, it wants to play with your hand when you touch its tummy. Like, with your lion, it rips your face off. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, you don't. Lions. <laughs> That's spooky. And when has lion ever hurt Steven, except for when he deployed the claws to try to keep Steven close enough to his mane for long enough to activate the portal? Lion's smart. Lion is smart. Yeah, lion, lion's no average lion. I mean, he's got those portals yeah. and he's... He's smarter than the average lion. He can get to the moon. That requires pretty good aim, you know, from Earth's surface. And also a pretty good understanding of what the moon is. Like, you have to understand... I don't know. Lion is definitely more than a lion, absolutely. Like, with higher intelligence. But, I mean, think about it. For Lion to have teleported to the moon, he would have had to launch himself, like, four times... No, no, more than that. It's way more than that. Like... The distance from the Earth to the moon is huge. Yeah. It's Let's like, just say 200,000 miles, give or take. Yeah, okay. I'll believe that. But if you look at, like, a two-scale model of Earth and the moon, like, they're way farther than it looks. This was also the first time we got a first hint at what everyone seems to think is bismuth. Yes. I mean, it, it's pretty obvious that it's bismuth. It's pretty Shut up, Sophie. You don't know. You don't know what it is. What else would it be? I, I mean, it's know, not uh, like the, it's not like the centipedal where there are like twenty different a mantelpiece green green gems it could be or green stones. I don't know, man. But but it's probably bismuth, but we just don't know. Who knows? I don't know. I I like this episode. It was good. Not really. Uh, it doesn't really like blip up on my radar. I'm I'm surprised this is the one that like won like got nominated for an Emmy. Um, I mean, it's obvious award bait. Yeah. I don't know. I liked it enough. It was good. I want to know what's in the treasure chest. That's what I want to know. Also, that part, like, the part at the very end, like, it got me a little teary-eyed. Got a little, uh, yeah. little watery. Oh, oh yeah, that part at the end was so... Ooh. Oh. Ooh. So I touching. like when Lars walks in on them and it's like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not back. dealing with this. I'm not dealing with this today. Way above his pay grade. I don't get paid enough to stay here. There's no way I'm going above and beyond for this. <laughs> that was pretty funny. But the whole bit at the end where, like, Sadie calls her mom, like, that was just so oh, touching. That like, that sweet. ending, that ending stuck with me for a long time. This is, this is good. This makes me feel nice. I liked how Stephen gave Lars their special high five and then goes out and hugs Lion. <laughs> it's like, their special high five. You know, the whole Lars isn't giving me a high five, so here we go. I wouldn't call that a special high five. I would call that the rejection of a high five. Well, t- to Steven, it's a special high five. Yeah, the music that plays during that point is just precious. Yes, it really got to me. 
You know, though, it's just strange that for an episode that we all like so much, it's it's so tough to find stuff to just... These aren't really things that we can effectively discuss, I don't think. Yeah, Not... it's... I don't know. It was back in the diggity days of, uh, like, each episode was a tiny little smidget of, all right, here's a lore. Here's a lore. And, like, it, it starts to gather value when you put them all together but individually they're all just sort of fun little romps through steven's world and you happen to pick up a little piece of information on the way mm-hmm. yep but the word both the words sweet and cute and adorable all come out yeah it is adorable though isn't it isn't it it's adorable it is it is absolutely this episode was just precious i've gotta admit though i just really love steven manhandling lion that is pretty funny yeah, mm-hmm. well, Steven kind of pushes him out the door with his butt. Like, by the butt. That's how, That was kind of cute. <laughs> by the butt. Well, yeah, I mean, and it was it was really cute. And I like how Lion was just, like, so complacent. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you tried doing that to your tame lion. Let me know how that works yeah, out dude, for you. Your tame lion. See how that works out for you. I'll have a surgical team standing by. Maybe they can reattach some stuff. Goodness. This was fun. Um, I don't know. I like it. That's really all. That's I like it. But an excellent episode to review on Mother's Day. Absolutely. I love you, Mom. This this sounds like a wrap. Okay, yeah, it does sound like a wrap, uh, everybody. Join us next week. We will be talking about the first two episodes of the Into Deep event that will have aired on Thursday. Uh, they will be Super Watermelon Island and Gem Drill, I believe. Uh, until then, I'm GC13. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Are you waiting for me? <laughs> Do you expect me to go second? I don't think so. I'm Sophia. And I'm Hunter. Don't forget to get your tickets to board the SS Hype Train. Woo-hoo! Whoop, whoop. Woo-hoo! All right. See ya. Later, kiddos. Leave us a review on iTunes. Ah, you shall! Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit LunarCSpire.com. Thank you for listening. The, the retirement home I work at, they always cut the sandwiches into squares. I'm like, why? That's why they're so miserable. <laughs> that is the only reason. That is it.